What's going on, everybody? Thanks for checking out this episode of The Show, The Podcast. Be sure to leave a five-star review, and I'll shout you out in the next episode. But right now, it's time to take the field. Yo, what is going on, boys and girls? Welcome back. It is The Show, The Podcast, episode 11. My name is Kenny. Thank you so much again for hitting play on your devices to listen to me talk about MLB The Show. Um, we've got pretty fair amount of stuff to talk about this week. SDS continues to drop the content bombs. We've got our World Series reward in Albert Pujols that we talked about last week. Now there's even more. So the new event came out, the postseason event. It will be updated every week throughout the remainder of the postseason. There are packs galore in this event that... Really make it worthwhile to grind, uh, even if you've already gotten the player rewards from it, which we will talk about momentarily. But, obviously, we all know the beauty about events is that you can grind some prestiges out. Hopefully, the teams with playoff uh, aspirations stay in the hunt long enough so you can get those cards from those teams prestiged. Um, you know, the last event was bad. I barely, pl- I, I think I played maybe three games in the event. It just was not worth it for me. The rewards were not good. The event was pretty dumb. And it was just, it was not a fun time. So this event is great outside of the fact that it's stadium locked to Dodger Stadium. Uh, it's been a terrible, terrible field to play at. I feel like exit velos are totally nerfed. Uh, it's laggy gameplay. It's not really an offensive event in my opinion. Uh, even though it's on all-star difficulty with a 96 team cap, it's I haven't seen too many ridiculously high-scoring games. You know, I've seen I've seen some games. It's only six innings, so I've seen the scores get up there, relative speaking, but not the offensive explosions you'd expect from diamond players on all-star difficulty. Um, but I think we should just jump right in and talk about these players here. Uh, the first reward you'll get if you get up to. 30 wins is 99 postseason starting pitcher Steven Strasburg. Four-seamer, change-up, curveball slider, fifth-pitch sinker, which is beautiful to see. I loved this card last year. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Um, A lot of people are saying he's not really a rotation guy this year. I disagree. Right now, he's my five-starter. I pitched one game with him on Ranked. Six innings, four strikeouts, one run, one walk. Uh, I like him a lot, man. He's got very good control. He's got 84 control, 90 uh, 90 velo, 99 break. I like him. You know, his hits per nine and case per nine are both below 100, which kind of sucks. But 111 stamina is very good. I think he's a guy that I'll, I'll use. I feel comfortable with him. Like I said, I loved him last year. Obviously, if he starts getting you know beaten up a little bit, maybe I'll reassess. But for right now, I don't see why I wouldn't use this card. Um, I grinded the event the first three days it came out. I got Gossage by the middle of the third day. Um, and I quick sold all the bosses. Not quick sold, excuse me. But I quickly sold all of the bosses immediately. Or the rewards immediately. Because I, my bankroll right now is the healthiest it's ever been. I've got 1.25 stub, uh, million stubs. I've never had that many stubs before. It's because 
Gossage, who we'll get into shortly, uh, sold for 750k right off the rip. So this is the type of event that I really, really focused on, honed in on, grinded the hell out of it. Uh, probably spent way too many hours playing it, but it will help me in the long run. So Strasburg, I sold. Um, and then bought him back when his price went down a little bit. So very happy to have him. Uh, the next player reward at 40 wins is a terrible reward. It's at least in my opinion, 99 first baseman, Will Clark with no secondaries. Uh, he's a contact guy against righties. He'll hit you, hit you some power. He's a contact guy. That's his fielding is first is only an 80. Like he's not even that good. Um, I know someone was telling me that Spore absolutely rakes with this card. I'm mean, great for him. Um, I don't, and I will not even try. I got him. I sold him for about 150k, and right now it's Sunday, October 4th at 7 p.m. He's going for 48,000. So if you essentially look at it that way, I profited 100k off that. Um, and I'm not going to buy him back. So I I basically profited the full 150. Uh, very happy with that. I don't know why people would sit on this card when Gehrig and Ruth and, jeez, uh, some people still use Bellinger. All cards I'd rather use than Will Clark. So not even in the discussion here. But the big bomb at 50 wins, Rich Gossage, closing pitcher, 99 rated, four-seamer sinker, slurve, changeup. That four-seamer is going to go 99 uh, to 102. It's going to be an absolute friggin' seed coming up there at the plate. And with that sinker that comes in at 95, 96, and the change up down to 85, you're going to make people look silly. He's maxed out 99 velo, 99 break. 124 hits per nine. Should have just made it the max 125. 125 Ks per nine. And a stamina of 41 for a closer? This dude's going to be a two-inning horse. Um, like I said, sold him for 750K. Right now, his price is 530k. So I could buy him back to profit the 120 or so, or 220 rather. Uh, but I'm just gonna wait. I, I think it's gonna go down a little more. I would say I'm gonna pull the trigger when he's about 300k. I think that's where he's gonna bottom out. I can't see him being less than that, and I highly doubt he's gonna go for much more. I, I think in the 300 to 350k range is where he'll live. And I'm comfortable paying that price because he's going to be an elite bullpen guy. And I profited 450K off that. You know, if it takes a couple weeks for him to get down there, so be it. I just, I won't play too much rank for the next couple weeks. Or I will, and I'll just use the bullpen guys I have. It's no big deal. Um, this Gossage is going to be gross. I was not that great with the other Gossage. This one's just different. This one is so, so different. And I'm really, really, really excited to give him a shot. Um, I think, you know, Velocity is the meta, and he certainly has that. But he also has that slurve, man, that breaks outside. And we all know that that slurve for Kluber is gross. That slurve for Kerry Wood is gross. I think that the slurve for Gossage might be just as good, if not better. So I'm very anxious to pitch with him once his price comes down. Um, I have been playing a lot of BR lately, and I haven't seen him in a BR draft, but I want to draft him in a BR draft just to get a feel for how he works. Um, I'll go against conventional wisdom and just take him if he pops up because I want I want to practice with him. Um, but yeah, so those are the events we got. And boys and girls, the ninth inning program is here. Another thing I grinded out and sold immediately. So our three bosses. 
Shortstop, Hannes Wagner. Closing pitcher, Kenley Jansen. First baseman, Jimmy Fox, with that very important catcher secondary, as well as third base secondary, which is also very nice to see. But let's start with Hannes Wagner. So this is the card that I selected. I got him by 1 p.m. Eastern time, the night the program dropped. So it was a long grind. Um, I got him, and I sold him for... But it was somewhere between 350k and 400k. I can't remember the exact number, but I know it was in that ballpark. Um, this is the type of boss program where I'm going to buy them all. Um, I don't know if Wagner has a spot on my team, but I know he's glitchy, so I'll give him a shot. I never used him last year. Uh, Kenley Jansen's going to be a bullpen staple. And Jimmy Fox... See, here's the thing. I was using Piazza behind the dish. And I even said that in my last episode. I was like, I think Piazza's the guy. His defense frustrated me so much the more I've been using him. And yeah, his bat's good. But like, I hit with all the other guys in my lineup. Realistically, I hit with every other single player. So what I did, probably a reactionary move, because I didn't think about it much. I am now starting 99 Pudge Rodriguez. I sold Piazza for 400k, and I'm just going to see how the diamond defense works for me with Pudge. Um, Pudge only has three hits for me so far. Two of them are dingers, which is nice to see. I haven't had a ton of at-bats. He's hitting like 250, so it's not a sample size yet worth judging. I really, I don't feel super comfortable with his swing yet. I'm going to have to practice it more. Um, I'm confident that I can hover around a 300 average with him. I just don't know how much thump he's going to have. He's also not prestiged yet, of course, so that will factor into future attributes. Uh, But for now, I'm rolling with Pudge. However, all of this said, Jimmy Fox's bat is dumb. It's good. I didn't play with him much. I used him in the showdown, and that swing is golden. So he might be the type of guy I, again, say, you know what, I'll live with the defense behind the plate as long as I can hit home runs every at-bat. You know, that was my sentiment with Piazza, but Piazza's defense was ugly. I know Jimmy Fox ain't rated much better, But who knows? We know how cards all act differently. Frank Thomas has a common shield at first base, and he's, you know, Don Mattingly, a perennial gold glover over there. Like, he's he's good. He's really good. So, Jimmy Fox will be one of the guys I'm most excited about buying back. But this Kenley Jansen is gross. Cutter, slider, sinker, changeup, four-seamer. His cutter, sinker, and four-seamer are all going to be similar speeds, but all with different movements. And... You know, we really talk about speed differential as being important. But when you're getting a cutter, sinker, and a four-seamer that all tunnel from the same arm slot and start at the same point, then all darting different directions, that's going to be incredibly difficult to pick up on. Um, I was never a good pitcher during my life. I did pitch a little bit in my (laughs) unprofessional baseball career. But the one thing I do know is that if you start pitches in the same spot at similar speeds, and they all break in different directions, you're going to make people look silly. And then, on top of all of this, he's got a change-up and a slider, and it's a slow slider. And I love the slow slider, because it looks really good at first, and then just trails away. And the thing with the slow slider that works so nice is the trail is so slow that people position their PCI in an earlier path of the break, if that makes sense, than where it actually ends up. Um, same thing with the very slow curveballs. As long as the slow curveballs don't hang, I think people tend to oversell where it's going. 
uh, as far as pitch break, so they miss it or make poor contact. Um, I'm just very excited to use this Kenley Jansen when he uh, definitely when his price comes down. Uh, I'm not going to pay what is he 437,000 right now. Uh, he might perform at that level, but I know it's going to come down. I mean, the program's only been out for three days. So when that comes down, he will be in my bullpen. Rivera, 99 Prestige Rivera, has become my like go-to closer. I do play some matchups here and there, but he is basically... He could pitch to lefties and righties. He's been my go-to closer. This Jansen might make a run at that. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, I will report my findings when I find them, because I have not used him yet. Um, and Wagner, we didn't talk about his stats because I kind of just glossed over him. Uh, high contact, pretty good power, uh, 89 against righties, 90 against lefties. You can prestige him, of course. His bunting is going to be, it's 99-99, so he's going to be a bunt cheese guy. Uh, his fielding, 90 arm, 90 primary shortstop with first, second, third, and left field. Secondaries, 95 speed, 98 steal. He's kind of like Ty Cobb but with a better arm. Uh, Ty Cobb obviously playing center field. I think you're going to see a lot of cheese lineups that have both of them in it, and that's going to make me mosh through a nursery. But I just... I, I can't, I've been hitting the absolute cover off the ball with Prestige Tatis. I did not hit well with the non-Prestige Tatis. But now that I've Prestiged him, everything I hit is an absolutely friggin' rocket. It's a missile. So I can't see me replacing Tatis really ever, ever. I don't know what other cards are going to come out. I think we've gotten the best shortstops at this point. Please correct me if I'm wrong. Wagner was probably the last domino to fall after we got Ripken, uh, and the Ripken's not that good either. I think Tatis is the move. I could still see if you're using Ernie Banks. Totally would not slight you there. Jimmy Rollins, my guy who I loved for several months and said I'd never replace, is still a viable option. Um but I just think Tatis is so superior to this card. Um, I can't see myself moving off of Tatis right now. I'm thinking through it as this podcast is going on. I don't know if you could feel the gears spinning in my head. Um, I'm trying to think what else we're missing. and I, I don't think it's it's any legitimate shortstops here. Um, so either way, Wagner might be a card that is very glitchy for people. Can certainly see him in lineups. He's second base is certainly an option if you're frustrated with Hornsby's defense. Hornsby's defense drives me up an effing wall, but his bat, he's my cleanup hitter. His bat is so good. So good. So maybe that's another option for Wagner. Have the speed in the infield, I guess. I don't know. I'd just rather have Hornsby and Tatis. Those are just my guys. Um, Hornsby's defense has not frustrated me nearly as much as Piazza's did. So that's kind of why my stance is that. Uh, second base, for the most part, you can also kind of get away with not having the best defense. It's a really short throw. Tatis covers a lot of ground up the middle. You know, balls that go through the hole between first and second are usually bleeders anyway. Uh, second base is not, like, it's it's not center field. Center field, you need to have the defense. Shortstop, third base, you need to have the defense. Second base is like, nah, it's okay. You can get away with it. So what I'm going to do now, guys, I got some pretty good feedback from the last episode, which I was shocked with because it was a weird episode, hence the title of Let's Get Weird. Uh, it's events. I'm going to hop into an event game and uh, talk you guys through it, and that'll be the episode. Um, there might be a pretty big guest coming in the pipeline. 
We've had Scuffy on. We've had Yayo on. My dudes, both of them are great. Um, we've got a young guy possibly coming on the podcast. I'm just going to give you some contact clues here. I'm not going to say exactly who it is because he said he's super willing and he's you know he's obviously a very busy guy, but we just got to iron out a time to hop on a Zoom call. Um, he's a young guy. He's a West Coast guy. I don't think anyone hits better than him. There might be like three people who hit better than this kid in MLB The Show. Um, so you can use these clues to guess who you think it might be. By all means, hit me up on Twitter, at the show the pod if you want to uh, take a stab at guessing. But right now, while we're loading up the events screen, I'm going to hit you guys with my friends at Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy has eliminated the need to do countless hours of research like other DFS apps because it only asks you about the top-tier athletes in a respective sport. To play MLB games, or NBA games, or NFL games on Thrive Fantasy, choose five out of the ten player prop options to build your lineup. Each prop has a fantasy point total associated with the over or under based on how likely it is to occur. The more points a selection is worth, the riskier it is. Rack up the most points possible to win a share of the prize pool. If you're looking to play games and make money during the MLB, NBA, or NFL seasons, use promo code THESHOW, the pod when you sign up for Thrive Fantasy today, and you'll receive an instant bonus. Now here's the big thing, guys. It used to be just on a $20 deposit. They'll match you a 20 But now it can go up to $50. So if you deposit $50 as your initial deposit, boom, they're going to hit you with another $50. Download Thrive Fantasy on the App Store or Play Store or by going online to www.thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today. All right, boys and girls, so we are in an events game. My opponent is pitching Clayton Kershaw. Up first, Nick Lodolo for me against Jim Edmonds for him. Uh, I didn't really use this Nick Lodolo card when that level of team affinity first came out. Uh, I didn't focus on the Reds team affinity. I know a lot of the top players were using this Lodolo and loving him, and I now see why. I I love this card. (laughs) I was really tempted to even use it on my ranked team like yesterday. Uh, He's just really smooth. The sinker has nice control. What's holding him back, I think, at this point in the in the game cycle is that he doesn't have the fifth pitch, and that he doesn't really have the velo. But this oof, this card is smooth, smooth, smooth. So, in events when I'm not trying to prestige one of my pitchers and I'm just trying to get their energy back up, I throw Lodolo out there. Um, I did use this event to prestige Kershaw, and let me tell you, prestige in Kershaw makes a massive difference. His velo gets a seven point up seven point uptick, excuse me. And what became a BP fastball has suddenly got a little late life. That sinker's got a little jump, and he becomes an entirely different, much more effective pitcher once you prestige him. So that I'm so happy that I got that done. Um, strikeouts took the longest to get done. Because on all-star difficulty with this event, you don't see a lot of strikeouts. I had to get lucky. I would actually once I, I would pitch an inning or two with another starter and learn if this guy strikes out a lot, my opponent, and then I would bring in Kershaw out of the bullpen to capitalize on someone who strikes out a bunch. So that was just the way I did it. All right, so I got through a 1-2-3 inning at the top of the first. Uh, George Springer is in my lineup. I was using him for the postseason event. I haven't lost uh, two times from that event yet, so I'm still sticking with the same lineup. And Springer with a single between short and third. Um, so... I still have, like, some pretty shit cards in here. Here's this, like, 87 Klesko, who's the worst. 
uh, hated him. Th- these postseason hits were hard to get because I only had Springer, Klesko, and uh, Johnny Bench. And uh, pop out to the pitcher. Uh, Johnny Bench is his swing is terrible. Uh, not a fan of his at all. So one out, runner on first. Johnny Bench, as I said, up right now. And we got a little bleeder. Oh, bleed! Bleed! Nope. Center fielder catches it. Um, two outs. Runner on first. Who's my cleanup hitter? Lou! Louie Garrick. Batting 342. Love this card. Oh, did we get a ding-dong? Ding-dong! Over the right field wall. 2 nothing. Lefty, lefty crime. Um, Lou Gehrig, fun fact, is now my starting ranked season's first baseman. I didn't think I would take Babe Ruth out of the starting spot. Babe Ruth is now my first lefty off the bench. Um, I also added Ted Williams into that mix, too, because I've suddenly found myself very wealthy with stubs. Um, but I just, Lou Gehrig card is smooth, man. I love Babe Ruth. Love him, love him, love him. He might end up getting back on the squad, starting squad at some point, but I just wanted to give Gehrig a shot. I'd like to prestige him, too. Uh, Castellanos, single between short and third. We're rolling here, boys. Who's up? Who's up? Who's up? Jimmy Edmonds, batting sixth. Jim Edmonds' swing is an absolute glitch. Love Jim Edmonds. Um, if he was a 99, I might mess with him in right field instead of Larry Walker because how good his fielding is. But he's just he's missing a couple key attributes, and that's why he's not. And he right now he's just a card that I use for fun. Fighting off a tough slider away. One and two count. We do have the 2-0 lead. Curveball hangs. Oh, get down. Get away from that outfielder. Ah, Yelich. All right. Three outs, two runs, though, in the first. I'll take that. Much better than the last time I played this game, if you guys recall. Um, I got my shit kicked in, and it was embarrassing. And I still post it to the public, though. That's full transparency on my end. Very full transparency. Um, sir, you're batting 097 with Eugenio Suarez. I think there might be a better option for you. Um, all right, yeah, this guy... Uh, I'm winning 2 nothing, but this guy is not a great opponent. From what I can tell you, he's uh, he's swinging at everything and leaving pitches right down the middle. So we'll see what happens in this game. You know, everyone's at all different skill levels. Wow, he's used uh, Luke Garrett quite a lot, though. What's everyone else think of Luke Garrett? Let me know. I know we talked about him when we did the Extreme program, but I had yet to really use him yet. And I love him. Absolutely in love with him. Again, Twitter plug, at the show, the pod. Let me know what you think. Have you gotten him? Are you struggling to get him? Is he your starter? Do you love him? Do you hate him? Please. All, all uh, range of outcomes are, are allowed. Those are all opinions you can have. Lodolo change up. Oof. Uh, okay. Foul. Ding dong. Let's see here. Three and two count. Try to get him biting on a slider just away. Good spot. Got him. Flailing. Perfect execution. Here's Gary Sanchez. 60 home runs with Gary Sanchez, but he's batting 222. And he flies out to right field. Uh, I have a feeling if I score another couple runs in the bottom of the second, he's going to quit out of this game. Just the vibe I'm getting here. All right. Two perfect innings. Rogers Hornsby. 337 with 68 home runs, guys. Come on. How can I replace him with Hannes Wagner? This guy's 100 prestige level, too. Wow. I think a lot of people are at this point in the year, but with the way he's swinging up there, I'm a little surprised. Wow. Oh. Get away from him. Ah. Just laid on a sinker. I tried to punch it to right field. I think he's got 
It's either Edmonds or Bellinger. It's Bellinger in right field. He made the play. Tatis, Prestige, hitting 433 with 11 bombs. He's the move, guys. Prestige, Tatis. It's not hard. I promise you he's the move. What do we got coming? Slider in. No, thank you. Want to know? This pitch is in the zone. I'm going to shit all over it. Oh, ball. 2-0. Give me that sinker. Inside sinker, it's gone. Oh, change up. Strike one. Good pitch. Two and one. Oh, slider. Just foul. That was a home run if it was fair. We are two and two. Good at bat, Bruin. Oh, foul ball. Curveball is so slow. He left that really high in the zone, too. If I was on it, it was going to be hit very hard. Foul ball, two and two. Good at bat. First four-seamer he's thrown me the entire game. 22 pitches. All right, where are we going, Kershaw? Foul ball on a slider just outside of the bag. Fighting off. I see eye contact swing, guys, so I do get a lot of foul balls. I know people on all-star power swing. It's not my move. Another foul ball. Um, it's not because I'm trying to, like, piss people off with foul balls. It's just I don't feel comfortable contact swinging because that PCI gets so small. Foul ball again. Jesus. What pitch of the at-bat was that? That was the ninth pitch. Here comes pitch number 10. Let's put this in play. Foul ball again. <laughs> 11 pitch at-bat. Here we go. Come on, Tatis. Oh, boy. Again, 12 pitches. 3 and 2. 2 and 2. Sorry. 2 and 2. 12, 12th pitch. Struck me out. Ah, good at-bat. That's okay. I ain't upset. We're going to hit with Lodolo here. 2-0 lead. Strike one. Um, have you guys used Lodolo? I'm curious to hear your thoughts. The Reds were like one of the last teams I cared about to prestige. I didn't find that Eric Davis card very good. Um, I don't like his swing. I might be in the minority there because I know a lot of people just felt very comfortable using his defense and speed in the outfield. He had some sneaky pop too. I just couldn't use that swing, so I did not prioritize them. Um, I don't think I got Lodolo until a couple weeks ago when I got to 100% on my prestigious, or my uh, affinities, rather. I'm sorry. So, I don't know. I like him, like I said. We go down scoreless, bottom two. Here is top of three. He's going to lead off with Yelich, lefty on lefty right now, so I'm feeling pretty comfortable. Sinker inside, swing, strike one. Hit him with that slider away that he has not touched yet. Strike two, swinging, swinging. You know what? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. We're going to do it a third time. Bing, bang, boom. Just off the PCI. Gahim! Strike three. Wow, guys, this feels a lot different. Playing well while podcasting for, for everybody to listen to. Instead of me getting my ass kicked in. Uh, Pop-up, Kike Hernandez to shortstop. Tatis is very easily settled under it. Two down. This game's a lot more fun when you're playing well, huh? All right, he's got Kershaw up. He's paused. Is he paused to quit, or is he paused? He has quit. That is an easy dub. Guys, I'm not going to jump into another game. Um, that episode last week was a little long. Tried to keep this one on my normal 30-ish minute mark. That was win number 63 for me in the event. Up to 373 ninth inning program stars. What I'm going to do for the next couple minutes here, as I talked about all the packs before that you can get from this event, I'm just going to roll through them real quickly. So once you get past Gossage, past Gossage, uh, 
at 60 wins, 5,000 stubs. That's nice. 70 wins, 10-pack bundle. 80 wins, elite duck on the pond. 90 wins, 10-pack bundle. 100 wins, elite duck on the pond. 110 wins, 3 ball and as a habit packs. 120 wins, 6,000 stubs, 7,500 XP. Guys, this is nuts. 130 wins, 20 bundle. 140 wins, a ball and 5-pack bundle. 150 wins, a beach ball. 160 wins, you get 3 2-pack headliners. 170 wins, 20 bundle. 180, 7,500 subs, 9,000 XP. And then the last two are a 5-pack bundle, 5-pack ball and bundle at 190, and another beach ball at 200. If you get the elite rounds in these good packs, you are swimming in stubs. Swimming in stubs. Let's just say you sold everything from this event and didn't get any, didn't buy them back. Or at least right away didn't buy them back. You can make a million stubs or more just off selling everything from this event. You could be rich. If you didn't finish collections yet, you could easily execute that. If you're saving up to, maybe you want to buy, like I thought about buying Casey Mize, 99 Casey Mize. I didn't do it. I thought about it. If you're thinking about buying him for 893000 what he is right now, you could do it. If you wanted uh, Donaldson over at third base, you could buy him, the BR reward that no one's ever going to get because he's so damn expensive. You could do that. If you want one of the World Series rewards that you missed out, you could do that. This is the type of event that if you grind it out, or if you're just patient and work your way through it, it can really pay off for you. You know, for me, 99 Gossage moves the needle. The bullpen, for me, is an area I'd like to improve. Some people who do not have a ton of time to grind the game out, or who don't like to grind as much, could use those stubs in another area of their team that will benefit them much more. They could turn that into a starting center fielder. They could turn those stubs into a first baseman. You know, they could they could turn the stubs into something they'll use on an every game basis. Whereas your closer, you're not going to use. Maybe you use him every two or three games. For me, that deposit I'm going to make to get Gossage back makes sense. For some people, it doesn't. Just you know, recognize your team, be comfortable with your team, know where you need to improve, know where you're not happy, and, you know, allocate the stubs as as you see fit. Um, no one's going to judge you for how you build your team or how you spend your stubs. Uh, stubs are a currency that <laughs> fly off the shelf in my apartment. I use stubs uh, probably too willingly. Um, that's why I'm happy to have this bankroll up right now at, you know, 1.25 million. I don't know how long it's going to stay there because I'm going to buy those ninth inning bosses. I'm going to buy Gossage and then who knows? Maybe I, I don't actually think if I get holes from the World Series award, I think I'm going to sell them. I don't think I'm going to use them. George Brett's my dude. Jimmy Fox might be my dude at third base. I don't know. I'm going to try holes as I do with every card. Uh, I just don't think he's going to be my play. That'll be another way to get right now. He's 888,000 stubs. By the time I get there in two weeks, if I get there again, he won't be that expensive. Um, but who knows if I get up, you know, 500 K 600 K for him, golden. I'm in, uh, we're at the point of the year in this game cycle where you should be able to make stubs quick. Most people who are dedicated to the game as far as have been, you know, devoting hours and hours and hours and hours probably have collections done. If you don't have them done, you're darn close. If you've been playing this game since March, even if you're no money spent, you're darn close to being finished with collections. That gives you the opportunity to really build up a stub bankroll. And who knows what's going to happen over these last few months of this game cycle. 
you know, we have all of October, November, December, January, February. We've got five more months of this game being a thing. Crazy stuff can happen. I don't know when the content is going to stop, but it's not stopping anytime soon. And as long as there's content, I will be there to cover it. What a segue, by the way. What an unexpected segue. Uh, This has been episode 11 of the show, the podcast. Thank you guys for spending 30 or so minutes with me every week. I thoroughly appreciate it. You guys are awesome. Uh, Again, Twitter, at the show, the pod. If you want to follow along and have some discourse about this game, hit me up on Patreon, guys. If you become a Patreon, there's a whole bunch of perks you'll find out in the outro to this episode. Um, I do this show for fun. I love doing this show. But if you guys want to support the boy, I appreciate you thoroughly. I love all you guys. Be back next week with episode 12. Again, my name is Kenny. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Show, The Podcast. Be sure to follow the podcast on Twitter at The Show, The Pod for opinions, updates, and so much more. Become a patron at patreon.com slash the show, the podcast to support the show. For $5 a month, you'll get exclusive access to bonus interviews with MLB The Show content creators. For $10 a month, you'll get the bonus interviews plus the chance to play me in an online friendly each month you're a member. That's it for now. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, I'll see you at Ship It.